All right, today is Father's Day. All the dads in the house, stand up for a minute. Every dad, every dad, every dad. Yep. Come on, come on. Awesome. Okay, sit back down. I just wanted to have the special moment for you. And then, of course, uh, all you moms. How about all you moms stand up? Let's, I want to see all the moms in the house. Woo! Come on, somebody. Yeah. Oh, there's like three times as many moms in the house as there are our dads. Uh, apparently, women still keep the church going forward. Amen. Oh, amen, they all said. <laughs> I want to deliver a message uh, this morning that kind of covers all three of the things that we're covering today, <clears throat> honoring our graduates, moms, and we're sorry that, you know, COVID took away that special. I was so upset. I think our first Sunday that we had to take off was Mom's Day, and uh, I was not happy about that, and so I'm really grateful to have an opportunity to include you into today's celebration uh, and then, of course, dads. God bless you. Uh, and we all, both moms, dads, from here on out, probably just say parents and graduates, we have an opportunity to, to leave a legacy, to build a legacy and leave a legacy behind us. And so that's the title of my message today is Legacy. We'll, it's going to be a short message, so we may be out of here in the next 15, 15 minutes or 20 um, Epitaphs on tombstones are pretty interesting things. Uh, it's been a long time, but uh, years ago I used to like to just check out the tombstones and the different dates. Anybody done that? You like to see the dates and the names and the things that are written. Can I see a hand? Anybody? I'm not, okay, I'm not the only creepy person in the house. <laughs> uh, but sometimes there's humorous epitaphs. Uh, I just want to share with you a few humorous epitaphs that were actually on tombstones. One's from a New Mexico cemetery. It says, here lies Johnny East. Pardon me for not rising. Where's my drummer? Pennsylvania Cemetery. Here lies the body of Jonathan Blake. He stepped on the gas instead of the brake. And I promise you, Jonathan, my other one is not named Jonathan. Uh, New York Cemetery, Harry Smith looked up the elevator shaft to see if the car was on the way down. It was. <laughs> but sometimes they're humorous, and there were many, many more. Uh, but sometimes they kind of share uh, the essence of the person. For example, Joe DiMaggio uh, for those of you who don't remember, too, you're too young, a famous baseball player of the 60s, I believe, or 50s and 60s, I think 60s. Um, grace, dignity, and elegance personified. That's what's on his tombstone. Pretty cool, right? Uh, Dean Martin. Anybody remember Dean Martin? My grandma had every Dean Martin album that there was, and we always watched the Dean Martin show, and it was always a lot of fun. But his tombstone says, everybody loves somebody sometime. And he was probably most famous for that song. But my favorite is from an evangelist by the name of Leonard Ravenhill. Uh, you may or may not have heard of him, but on his tombstone, he says, may the life 
I live be worth the life that Christ gave. That's pretty profound, right? Now, if statements like this that I've just read are accurate and and true, they they show the reader uh, what was important to that person in life. Um, You know, did they enjoy life? Did they live it to the fullest? Did they make a difference? Did they love God? Did they leave a legacy? And kind of the question uh, to move forward in time is what will you be remembered for after you die, after you're gone? And maybe even will you be remembered? It's a good question. And I wonder if anybody's ever considered their legacy. I think I really began to consider what my legacy was going to be when I, when I had children, and both with Emily and and Erica, and I think that only multiplied exponentially when I had grandchildren, and what was Papa going to be able to impart in their life to leave a legacy behind? Um, I, I mean, I wonder, have you ever taken the time to think about that, to have some real cognitive time? I hope that I leave this behind, something good, and uh, not, not, what an inher- not an inheritance, Okay, that can be good, but a legacy, which is something altogether different. And I know I've, I've spent some time uh, over the years contemplating this very subject, this very question, and, and considering what the possibilities might be. So as parents, mom, dad, you have a, a golden opportunity, regardless of the age of your children, to leave a legacy. And graduates, you have... A, a even grander opportunity, I suppose, to start building a legacy, to consider your life beyond today, to consider your life beyond tomorrow. And what is a legacy? I mean, simply put, it's anything handed down from the past. So I, I, want, you, I want you to note one word in that, anything. You see, a legacy can be, what you hand down from the past can be good, can be a good legacy, or it could be a bad legacy. There may be some in this room that can look back on what they, on what you experienced as a child from your parents and stuff and go, yeah, I don't want to carry forward that legacy. I, I can totally relate to that. And that's one of the reasons maybe it's been even more important to me to try to change that legacy because it wasn't a good legacy to leave a good legacy. Does anybody relate to what I'm talking about today? And so, yeah, please note that the word there, in that definition, the actual definition, anything handed down from the past, right from the dictionary, anything. <clears throat> and so you can leave a lot of things. You can leave a good legacy, excuse me, and you can leave a bad legacy. Dads, parents, what legacy will you leave behind? Graduates, what legacy are you going to begin? That's a big deal. Every one of us continually are creating a personal legacy. It happens every day in our lives. It comes from the morals that you have. It comes from the values that you have. It comes by way of the examples that you set for other people, and it also comes by way of the examples that have been set for you 
Some people have a legacy that's so negative, it's called a generational curse, okay? And so that's by examples that have been set. And it, a legacy, of course, definitely comes from the decisions that we make. Um, I know I'm not the president of the club of bad decisions, but are there any members of the club of bad decisions in life? Yeah. yeah. Yes, of course. Each of these things leave a, a, an imprint on others. They leave an imprint on the minds and the hearts of others, and especially those that are closest to us. There's been a number of days when I was raising my little Emily and my little Erica, and I was still dealing with rage, <coughs> excuse me, and depression and anger. And there was a number of times that they saw some examples of things that were not things that should have ever been imprinted on their minds and on their hearts. And I've tried to, I have repented to them personally, I actually repented to them publicly uh, for the times that, you know, I reacted completely wrong. But, you know, that can never be erased from their minds, you know. They'll remember the day that uh, Dad kicked the briefcase across the room and, uh, or the day that Dad kicked the van door open and it, and it went all the way around to the front fender. And, and then when I couldn't get it back, I got even angrier as I tried to pull the door off to pull it back. And all those things happening in front of those beautiful little girls. And, uh, and I've tried to fix many of those things, but I have to recognize that even though I have replaced that with a grander legacy, that will always be in the file system. Are you following me? Uh, but what about my grandbabies? You see, I have even a grander, no pun intended, opportunity to leave a legacy with my grandchildren than I even had with my children. We learn so much from raising our kids, don't we? Uh, parents, the grandparents of your children are not just spoilers. And I've had too many people say, what happened to the mom and dad that raised me? Well, they learned from you. And in fact, uh, the, uh, the, the joy of having grandchildren is simply because they didn't kill you on the way along. So uh, leaving a legacy is something that you pass on. You pass on to someone. I want to leave a legacy in my nine grandchildren that goes on beyond them. See, that's when a legacy is something you're really passing on. For, for me, uh, you know, I have done everything that I could to break the generational curse of the legacy that was passed on to me and to make sure that that did not get passed on to my children and my grandchildren. So it is something that I've contemplated a lot. I've thought about a lot. And it's much more than uh, heredity or genetics. Yeah, am I kind of proud that we got some red-headed, freckle-faced grandkids? Yeah, but that's not the legacy. That's just genetics. Um, but you know what? Legacy is everything you say. Legacy is everything you do. Um, what we can pass on and what we pass on, Jonathan, can either be helpful or it can be destructive. And I would bet that every one of us in this room have taken both paths along the way. Why? Because we're not perfect, right? So give yourself a break if you've 
messed up a couple of times as a parent, give yourself a break. You only learned what was passed on to you. And, but all of us have an opportunity to create our own legacy. So uh, the thing about legacy is that it can <coughs> be passed on to generations beyond us. And if think of this, and this is where it gets a little bit more daunting, it could even be passed on into eternity. It could dictate a person's eternity. What I do could dictate one of my grandchildren's and if I think beyond that, their children and their children could have a legacy here on earth and even in eternity that might be based on what Diane and I did today or said today. And what we do today or say today could also potentially alter that. It's a huge responsibility. But legacy is, is more than the simple definition, anything that's passed on from the past. So every day we're leaving a legacy <clears throat> for somebody, for someone who's coming after us. The Bible teaches us in Proverbs chapter 20, verse 7, the righteous man walks in his, his integrity and his children are blessed after him. You see, the integrity that a righteous person is walking in today is passed on to the next generation. That's a legacy and to the next generation. Uh, you know, are you walking in integrity Dads, moms, are you walking in integrity? You know, this is, I don't like Father's Day to be a day where you beat up on the dads, and that's how it is a lot, and that's not my point at all. But are you leaving something? Are you walking in integrity? Are you honest? Do your kids see honesty in you, or do they see you fudging the truth because it benefits you, and then you pass? Sometimes you got to, you know. No, 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 you're leaving a legacy. Um, do they see you walking away from moms or dads walking away from the counter with extra change and didn't tell, you know, the cashier about it? Oh, their loss, our, our lucky day. You see, you're passing on a legacy all the time, all the time. But what, what's being said here with the righteous man walks in his integrity and his children are blessed after him is that you need to allow God to be the architect of your legacy. Don't, I, you know, I mean, I love my dad, and I only met my mom one time, but I still love my mom. I don't have a clue, really, of all the different things that, that she passed on to me, uh, or my dad. I mean, I have more awareness of the negative things that he did pass on that we still work through to change, and how do I change that? I, you know, I... I shared with so many of the young ladies that stepped up this morning, you know, be so lost in God that you can't find your way unless it's through God. That's the only way that I've been able to change some of that legacy and to allow God to be the architect of that legacy. And you need to choose to believe that he will do it. I don't look back on my past as tainted it has been and go, God can't use me. I wonder sometimes how in the world he does or maybe why he does, but I have to believe that he will. A broken vessel he'll use. In fact, he can only use a broken vessel. You come to God all fixed, he's going to have to break you to get you in a position to really use you well. Amen. 
And so I ha- you have to have faith that he can take nothing and create something out of it. You just have to believe that he can take your brokenness and he can use something great even through your brokenness. That he can take your depression and somehow help you set a legacy for others as you've risen above it and shown that to your children and grandchildren. So you have to believe in the power of God that he will do it for you. Amen? So focus on what God wants. Focus on his purposes, Caleb, not anybody else's. Just focus on him. You're a young man, 24, right? A couple of boys, and, uh, and you got such an opportunity. I'm not trying to pick on you, but I guess I'm picking on you. Uh, you got such an opportunity as a young man to, to, to begin to build a legacy for those two boys that carries on not just to them, but even when you're old and shiny. Don't feel bad about that. God doesn't put marble tops on cheap furniture. Just keep that in mind. Okay. All the bald guys are like, yeah, baby. But think about it. Someday they're going to get married, and they're going to have babies. And what you do today in their life could be will be passed on to generations. You have such an opportunity to allow your life to be totally constructed by God. And I'm very proud of you for what you've done in that process. I'll try not to pick on you again. And he's going, I ain't sitting in the front row again. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes it can be hard. The road to a legacy can be a difficult, stony, thorny road. Sometimes the journey to building a legacy can be a hard one. Because, friends, nothing really great comes easy. You can count on that. Uh, You may have to do some time in the school of hard knocks. I've graduated that school a dozen or so times. Apparently, I didn't learn well the first time. But think about the Apostle Paul for a minute. I mean, everywhere that he went, he left a legacy behind him. He made a mark on and creased the lives of who knows untold people. Now, even thousands of years later, still doing so from paupers to kings. But I'll tell you what, nothing about his story shows that it was an easy journey to leave that legacy. In fact, 2 Corinthians chapter 11 Verses 23 through 28, in labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, in deaths often. From the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A day and a A night and a day I've been in the deep, in journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, (coughs) in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. Verse 28, besides the other things, what comes upon me daily, my deep concern for all of you, for all the churches. His, he's, he's left a leg, he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, and his legacy, I don't know if it could be calculated, the legacy that he left, but the journey was not an easy one to be able to do so. So sometimes the cost of leaving a legacy is high. It costs a lot, and the price is difficult. The journey is hard. 
But this phrase came to me as I was writing this message. I thought about echoes. And I thought about how interesting it is, you know, we're moving to the lake that we, that we inherited. And, and um, you can hear things all the way across that water. It's pretty amazing how sound carries across water. And uh, it's almost like, you know, you know they said something over there across the lake. And you know that you didn't hear it exactly when they said it because of time, I'm not getting weird, time travel, you know, the the voice finally makes it over. And I thought about the word echo, an echo is something that's repeated, you know. So I thought, what, what's my echo going to be? My legacy, what's, what's your echo? What will, what will your echo be after you're gone? After someone's reading your tombstone, what will your echo be? Never lose sight of the fact that what you do today continues to echo into the future. You're going to need to stay focused. You're going to choose, choose to be an inspiration. I, I don't always succeed in it, and I know sometimes the, the task and the toil gets in the way. I try not to be so task-oriented that I just look past people, but I know that, that I can do that. But I want so much to leave an inspiration. And I used to be way more task-oriented than I am today. And uh, uh, I remember, uh, uh, Carolyn, your daughter, Angela, when we left here uh, all those years ago, the first time uh, she came to me and she said, the one thing that I'll always remember about you is you always seem to have time to stop and listen to me. And I thought, wake up. That's not who I am. I'm the guy that's got a job to do and I'm gonna be busy about it. But you know what? Somehow, I managed to leave a legacy there. And that really blessed my spirit. And I wanna be an inspiration. You need to be an inspiration. And never forget this, that although you can inspire, only God can empower. You can inspire, I can inspire, but only God can empower, Bill, that inspiration to last generations to come. I stood up here, uh, you know, even this morning, and uh, was just so blessed, you know, thinking about that, uh, you know, I was around when Brandy was just a little thing. She was just a teenager in our, in our youth ministry, 16, something like that. Now you're all of 22, I think. Because you look the same. <laughs> or Caitlin, you know, Caitlin who came up and I dedicated her as a baby and I'm able to see that over years take place. It's a pretty incredible, incredible thing. So you can inspire, but only God can empower what you inspire. So don't, don't let failures define you. We all make failures. We all have blunders. But don't let them define you. Don't give discouragement and regret a foothold in your life. Oh, my word. If I were to allow discouragement and regret to get a foothold in my life, I'd never get up. Huh? You know what I'm talking about? So when you find yourself waffling in your faith, and every one of us do, look back on the times that God brought you through. Look back on the times that that God came through for you. So don't allow your breakdown to steal your breakthrough. Amen? Because we all have those moments. We're broke down on the side of the road in many respects. 
And don't allow your breakdown to steal your breakthrough. I want to close this morning. Be willing to live out the story that God is writing. Because God is writing a story in you. Moms, dads, graduates, God is writing a story through your life. And the Apostle Paul says that we are all like open letters, open epistles, open books for others to read. What will they read in your book? What will they read in my book? I hope that the, chap- the bad chapter somehow God eliminates and they don't show up in the book. I hope just the good chapters do. And so I want to live my life with intention, with determination. I'm going to do everything I can to try to leave a good legacy in every person that I come in contact with, to be an inspiration, to try to inspire while knowing that only God empowers. I'm going to do it energetically. Jonathan, I'm going to do it faithfully. I'm going to do it with purpose. You can't go through it. It was just spoken. I, Jensen just spoke about purpose. You know, you can't go through life purposeless. You got to go through life purposeful. Uh, I remember Emily speaking at a ladies' Christmas tea one time, and she said this, she, and I'll never forget it. Uh, she spoke to all the ladies at that tea, tea, and she says, I have watched my dad fiercely love my mom. <laughs> you know, that, what was that? That was a legacy that she saw that. So may those kind of things be spoken over you and over your life as well. You know, she didn't say that because I was sitting in the back room and she wanted to make sure dad got a compliment at the ladies' event. No, that was truly something that she believed, and to her it was an example of what she was also looking for in life. So dads, moms, parents, grandparents, oh yeah, me, mom, peepaw. Huh? Papa and Ra-Ra. All our little ones called Diane Ra-Ra. We still have the opportunity to pass on something of eternal value. To write in somebody else's book. Wow. Be intentional about preparing generations beyond you so that there's an echo of a good legacy, Chad. If there's been times in your life where you feel like you've failed that legacy, sit your kids down and just look them in the eye and just repent. It's okay. I've done that with my kids. They've seen some things from me they never ought to have seen. And they've seen Diane and I go through some stuff. They've seen me go through many things as a pastor. And yet they still love the church. Pretty awesome. So pass on something of eternal value. Something that lasts... The only way I can describe it is pass on something that lasts... So many years from now that someone's looking at your tombstone and going, oh my God, that, is, that date was like hundreds of years ago. This is an old cemetery. 
And graduates, you've heard it more than once that this is a milestone for the beginning of your life. This is it. But you never, please, never lose sight of the good legacy that's already been passed on to you. And remember that what you do today echoes into your tomorrows. And as I said earlier, if it's been a bad legacy, then wash that away through Christ and begin to establish a brand new one. It's been said that an inheritance is what you leave with people, but a legacy is what you leave inside of someone. Think about that. I know dads, moms, but as papa now, you know, I got to leave a legacy, I think, with, with my grandson Nixon yesterday. He's just learning to play golf, and so we went to play golf. And on my golf ball, I write Papa on the side of my golf ball. And uh, I sent my golf ball in its normal direction, flying off to the right. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I had a, got another ball out, and I wrote Papa on it. And then I rode up the side of that field going, that ball's gone. That ball's gone. And so Andy and Nixon were around looking for the ball, and I was actually getting ready to drop the new ball, and I looked down, and there was another ball like mine, and I said, Nixon, come here a minute, come here a minute, and he said, what? I said, look down there, look down there real close. Is Papa written on that ball down there? He said, yeah, it says Papa. I said, that's my ball. Always be honest when you're on the golf course, you know. There's another message, Dale, Dale. Just kidding. He's always honest on the golf course. Praise the Lord. But boy, if there's one game you could be dishonest with and get away with it, it's golfing. I don't know. So you leave a legacy. Wow, I remember the time Papa, I hope that he goes, I remember the time Papa didn't have to drop a ball and didn't just pick up another ball and say, I found it. You know, so you always have an opportunity. And I actually took that moment, Jim, as a moment to teach my grandson something. So never lose sight. It's been said that the inheritance is something you leave with someone, but a legacy is what you instill on the inside of them. So I just encourage you today, leave a legacy that lives on. Don't leave a legacy that when your kids get grown up, they want to get rid of. So many kids, I was there. I never want to do that. I I learned everything not to do from my parents. You don't want that to be said of you, do you? No, you want, now will there be a time when your kids kind of grow up and they seem to be like, yeah, they're kind of getting away from things a little bit, but someday they come back and they go, wow, dad really did know everything. (laughs) So leave a legacy that's worth sharing. Leave a legacy that's memorable in love. If I don't leave anything else with Emily, and I know I have, may that legacy of me fiercely loving her mom carry her, and may it be something she passes on to another generation. You know, what's my point in all this? You guys, brothers and sisters, you got to think about this. You need to let it be a part of your life plan to leave a legacy and to make a mark that can't be erased. That's what I want to do. I want to make a mark in my kids and my grandkids in those that I'm mentoring, and I want to make a mark even for you all to crease your life in some way that 40 years from now when I'm no longer this pastor, 
probably in the ground 40 years from now. Well, maybe I'll live to be 105, but not very likely, right? Okay, well, let's get real, right? No, 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 very likely. Yeah, and, and, and if I do live to be 105, I wouldn't want to be around me. Let's just put it that way. But after I'm gone, I, you know, I, Pastor Randy left a legacy here, Chuck, that still lives on to this day, and it will even live on after I'm gone. And I pray that the next pastor that comes here also picks up that legacy baton to carry it forward and then to make his own mark that can't be erased. Jonathan, make a mark that can't be erased. If you can believe it and receive it, would you give the Lord a praise in the house of God? (laughs) Praise the Lord. I just wanted to speak to you about that, and I contemplated so much about, you know, there's so many different Father's Day messages that you can write, but um, this, and I don't think I've ever preached on legacy. Um, So what will your echo be? May you walk away today with that in mind. Bow your heads with me for a minute, and then I'm going to ask Steve and Deanna to come up. They're going to dismiss the service and also give some instructions for how we're going to honor moms and dads today. Father, I pray that this message today pierced our hearts. That every one of us, dads, moms, grandpas, grandmas, maybe even great ones, great grandmas, great grandpas, graduates will consider that question, what will my echo be? What mark will I leave that can't be erased? What crease will I iron in somebody's life that will never wrinkle? I pray that we could all consider that, and I pray that it can be done only through you, Jesus, for each and every one of us. And for all of you online, I'm speaking with you and I'm praying over you as well today. Leave a legacy. Consider what others will say about you when you're gone. I feel impressed to ask if there's anyone who wants to accept the Lord Jesus into their heart today to begin to leave a new legacy in life. I won't tarry here very long. Is there anybody that says, Pastor, I, I, I'm not right with Jesus and I need to get right. I want to I I come back. I want to recommit my heart and my life to the Lord. Is there anybody that would, by the raising of the hand, would say, please pray for me. I need to make a recommitment to God. All right, praise God. All of, oh, God bless you, sir. Is there anyone else? And all of you online, I know there's a way that you can hit the little hand sim- signal on YouTube to let us know that you're taking opportunity here as well. Father, in the name of Jesus, for this one and potentially others who've raised their hands today to say, I'm ready to leave a new legacy and to recommit my life to the life in Christ, I pray, Lord God, that you will bless them in that Be with them through it all. All those that are online, I pray, Lord God, that those who've accepted you today, whether they've notified us or not, may this be the beginning of their journey with you. And they'll be so lost in you, Lord, that they can leave nothing but a good eternal legacy. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.